1: That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.
0: From KQED. Is that a wolf? A German shepherd? No friends, it's a coyote. Or a coyote where I'm from. If you've seen one around the Bay Area, it's probably been a quick glimpse a svelte pup with tan fur slinking across the trail ahead and then disappearing into the woods. Coyotes seem to stick around just long enough for you to register that they're there, but before you can make up your mind whether you're seeing a dog or something more wild. I grew up in Marin County and there were definitely coyotes. We'd see them kind of running around on golf courses or or running down the street. This is Lauren Fleming. She lives in San Francisco now and spends a lot of time enjoying the city's parks. I feel like there's always a sign up in the park that warns about coyotes being spotted in the area. In Native American folklore, the coyote is sometimes styled as a sacred character, divine. One legend from the California Valley Miwok has Coyote creating Earth. And then man. In pop culture, coyotes occupy a less powerful place. Meep, meep. The inept wily coyote always foiled by the clever roadrunner. But who are coyotes, really? And as Lauren wants to know, how did they get to San Francisco? You know, living in the, not necessarily the the redwood forest, but the, the concrete jungle. I'm Olivia Allen Price. You're listening to Bay Curious. Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes.
1: Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment, and if you love what you're hearing...
0: Reporter Bianca Taylor headed out to answer Lauren's questions about coyotes.
2: When I started researching for this story, I knew I had to talk to Janet Kessler. And I actually met Janet years ago when I would run around the park in the morning and I'd see her with this huge camera taking pictures of coyotes.
1: So I am Janet Kessler. People in this area do know me as the coyote lady. I met my first coyote up on Twin Peaks. And this coyote was as interested in me and my dog as I was in her, it must have been a youngster, and uh, we sat down and watched each other with her showing her enthusiasm, her interest, her excitement, her intelligence, all of that came to the fore, and in probably maybe 10, 10 to 20 minutes that we were watching her, and I decided I had to find out more.
2: Janet Kessler is a field researcher who has been observing coyotes in San Francisco for 13 years.
1: I wake up this morning,
2: for instance, I woke up at 4. She goes out twice a day, once at dawn and again at night.
1: She brings with her a huge camera to take photos and videos of the coyotes. And uh, sometimes I wait to name them till I know their personalities. Oh, there's scowl, and there's sparks, and... Uh, The one who waits around for squirrels is called Squirrel.
2: Naming them helps her keep track of their individual behaviors, movements, and of course... (whistles) ...sounds. (whistles) It may feel like coyotes are popping up here in the city all of a sudden, but they are actually recolonizing the places they used to live abundantly. Coyotes are native to California and were found throughout the Bay Area, including in San Francisco, until the mid-1900s. It was during the 1940s that people started killing coyotes in mass, using a powerful poison called compound 1080, meant to keep vermin out of their ranching and farmlands. Compound 1080 was banned by President Nixon in 1972, but people still feared and hated coyotes, hunting them and even holding coyote killing contests.
1: In fact, I've had people tell me uh, when they were kids, now these people are my age, I'm 70, so when they were kids, they were paid $4 to bring in two coyote ears.
2: This mistreatment nearly wiped coyotes out from the Bay Area completely. But then in 2002, something amazing happened.
1: Voila, a coyote was sighted in the Presidio.
2: This was a big deal. Were coyotes back in the city? And if so, where did they come from?
1: So the theory popped up, and everybody's been trying to push it, that they walked over Golden Gate Bridge, which nobody has ever seen. That's very unlikely. Most ecologists I've spoken to think it's... It's kind of a crazy idea.
2: Okay, so they probably didn't come trotting over the bridge, even though that sounds adorable. Janet says a much more likely theory is that a trapper brought coyotes over from the North Bay. Since then, coyotes have been busy repopulating San Francisco's urban parks. Places like the Presidio, Glen Canyon, and Golden Gate Park. Each one of these territories has a coyote family living in it, or at least a coyote passing through.
1: So the largest I have seen is seven youngsters. They don't all survive. According to San Francisco
2: Animal Care and Control, the total number of coyotes living in San Francisco is dozens, and the reason this number isn't more specific is because there hasn't actually been a rigorous tracking program, so it's hard to know the numbers for sure. But Janet says that since she's been studying them, the coyote population in San Francisco has basically remained the same. And if you think you're seeing a lot of coyotes in an area,
1: you're probably seeing the same ones over and over again.
2: But even if the total number of coyotes is not growing, it is possible that there are more coyote sightings, thanks to social media and platforms like Nextdoor, where people can share photos and alert neighbors if they see a coyote in the park or while walking their dog, which brings up another issue.
0: Just saw a coyote the size of a German shepherd run from the park. Make sure your pups are leashed. Coyotes in Glen Park. No one's pet is safe. Humans next? Large coyote headed west on eucalyptus.
1: Keep small pets indoors.
2: When you read online posts about coyotes, you're probably hearing from a lot of concerned dog owners.
1: They try to avoid people. They're not interested in people. They might be interested in your pet. But there is an easy way to avoid tragedy. Hey, you can protect them by whenever you see a coyote, pick up the small dog. And even if you have a larger dog, go in the opposite direction. That's all you have to do.
2: A big part of Janet's work is teaching people about how to live with coyotes. And that starts with just understanding them more. They're not aggressive, they're just like you and I are, you know? They yip and bark at each other. And just like your dog, sing
1: along to sirens. These are social animals. They mate for life. Both parents raise the youngsters. They remain as a family for an extended length of time. Uh, They interact all the time with play, with fun, with teasing. Uh, They poke each other.
2: And ecologically speaking,
1: coyotes coming back to
2: the city is a good thing. They're important predators. They regulate populations of rodents and raccoons and help increase diversity of bird populations. According to Janet, San Francisco is doing its part to move us towards a coyote coexistence.
1: The city does put out signs uh, and they do give uh, talks. I think they're doing a fine job right now. And people are generally more open to living alongside wild neighbors. We're more liberal, we're more open-minded, we're environmentally concerned, and of course coyotes are part of that environment. And really, our
2: environment being so close to wild nature, that's a part of what makes living in the Bay Area so special. So next time you're on a walk, keep your eyes peeled. You might just get lucky and see something you wouldn't have 20 years ago.
0: That was reporter Bianca Taylor. We took the story back to question asker Lauren Fleming to see what she thought. That's so cool. I love the coyote lady. I want to go hang out with her. That's very cool. We heard from a lot of you about last week's episode, which was called Bay Area, I Love You. Shruti Rao wrote in with a story about a moment that made her love the Bay Area. I moved to the Bay Area about four and a half years ago from India. A couple of months after I moved here, I was at my daughter's um, swim class on a particularly busy evening. I looked around and noticed the diversity of the people around me. They were white, black, brown, they spoke different languages, they had these different accents, they followed different religions. It was like a mini earth with people from all over the world. I realized that the Bay Area was one of the very few places where you can see this kind of diversity, all of us calmly doing our own thing alongside one another. And then there was this incredible moment when I felt deeply connected to all these strangers. And I felt a surge of profound love for the Bay Area. I've loved it ever since. Thanks, Ruti. If you want to contribute your Bay Area love story, visit baycurious.org slash loveletter. We'll be collecting your contributions for one more week and playing them at the end of the next several episodes. Bay Curious is made in San Francisco at member-supported KQED. I'm Olivia Allen Price. Have a good one. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's trivia game? Every month we read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a cool prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest running pillow fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck!